Hey guys, spoilers ahead. I'm Laura. And I'm Wes. And this is Breakdown from the Couch. This is the podcast where we watch movies that are available on streaming services and then try to break them down for you scene by scene. Yep. Uh, you can check us out on social media. Just search for Breakdown from the Couch on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also check us out on ageofradio.org. You can find our episodes there as well as shop our sponsors. Yeah. Uh, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. We're available wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to give us a review and message us with any movie suggestions you might have. Yep. So, kind of a funny story. Um, we actually recorded Christmas Vacation a week ago, and it was supposed to be released, I think, actually, on Christmas Eve. Yes, and um, I waited. How many days did I wait to start editing? I think you waited, like, the night before. Yeah. Lesson learned. Always Listen do to a your... little quick test recording. Yep. Make sure it sounds okay. And then also... Maybe listen to the entire recording immediately after you finish, even mm-hmm. if you don't edit it that day. That yeah. way you don't run into what we ran into. Yeah, basically we sounded <laughs> uh, like robots. Yeah, and, there and was... I did not find it out until like multiple days after we <laughs> yeah. actually recorded. Yeah, so we are actually re-recording this for you guys. Um, and so we'll release this as well as Bridget Jones's Diary on the same day for you guys to listen to. Yep. Um, so sorry about that. Yeah. Um, so uh, what's the synopsis for uh, uh, Christmas Vacation? The synopsis is the Griswold family's plans for a big family Christmas predictably turn into a big disaster. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, you ready to uh, jump on in? I am. All right. We're going to try and do this all from his old notes <laughs> and from memory. Yes. So here we go. Pray for us. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, we open up with a cute uh, little Christmas vignette store, you know, like a cartoon type thing. Yeah. Um, you know, for the credits and stuff. And I'll kind of skip over that just because it's not super important. No, not not in the least. Yeah. And, and, and if you've watched the movie, you know exactly yeah. what it is. So we'll just, we'll move on. Um, We open up with uh, our characters, our main characters are in the car. And uh, you've got uh, Clark and Ellen and they're singing, you know, Christmas songs. Yes. And you've got their uh, kids, Audrey and... um, Rusty. Rusty. Yeah. And they're being a, well, I should say Clark's really being obnoxious about it. Yeah, he is. He's, he's really, he's really obnoxious. Yeah. And... I don't know. There's a, there's a lot to his character. Yeah, but yeah, for he's sure. he's kind of, you know, doing the over the top operatic type, yeah. you know, singing or whatever. And the kids are obviously annoyed. Oh yeah, they're obviously they yeah they clearly don't enjoy it. So finally, Rusty asks, you know, um, hey, can you tell us like what's going? What are we doing? Yeah, and uh, this is where Clark tells them, you know, that they're picking out, you know, their big family tree. Um, you know, basically get excited. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna go, like, normal people would go to a tree lot if they're gonna right. pick out a live tree. But that's not what Clark's plan is. Clark's plan is to... Cut down a Rusty tree. And Rusty doesn't understand why they are going to do it. Yeah. He's just gonna go cut down a tree out in the middle of the forest, which yeah. is, by the way, illegal. It is. <laughs> and so, um... Yeah, so he explains that that's what they're out there and that's what they're going to do. Yeah. Well, after he explains that, there's a truck that comes right up on their ass. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Clark is basically trying to, like, get rid of him. And 
Right. Um, you know, he he's, you know, trying to go, you know, faster and, you know, beat the, the guy. Yeah. And at one point he tries to distract, you know, Ellen and the kids. And he's like, hey, look, a deer. And he gives them the finger. Right. Which, of course, only pisses that guy off even more. And at one point, the guy gets in front of them and, you know, slams on the brakes, which causes him to slam on the brakes. And it's just this whole thing back and forth. Right. Because Ellen is like, whenever. Yeah, slow down. Yeah, because whenever the truck is first tailgating him. She tells them, let them pass. Yeah, let them, just let them pass. I don't want to spend the holidays dead. Right. That's what she says. And he kind of acts like he's like, okay, yeah, 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 you're right. And of course, Clark being an idiot like Mm -hmm. he is. He does. He lets them pass. But like he said, he flips them off. Yeah. And yeah, that starts that whole thing. And after they jam on the brakes and he nearly rear ends them. Right. He's decided like, well, that that's that's it. I'm just yeah. going to teach them a lesson. Yep. So he decides he's going to go ahead and pass them. Yeah. Yeah. But what he doesn't realize is that there's a huge semi truck next to him when he goes to pass. Well, that's not just yet. He goes to pass them. Yeah. And um, uh, he zips around them, gets in front of them, and then he sl- intentionally slows down to yeah. piss them off. Yeah. And this big 18-wheeler comes up behind them. Right. And he doesn't realize there's a big 18-wheeler behind the truck that's tailgating them again. Right, right. And so when the truck that's tailgating them again goes to get around Clark, yeah, Clark is just kind of... He doesn't even look. No. He just decides, well, I'm not going to let this, I'm not going to yeah. stand for this. But right at that moment, the big 18-wheeler that goes to pass Clark at the mm-hmm. same time, he ends up underneath Literally the underneath big the load semi. of logs that yeah. they're hauling. And so, Fast and Furious move there. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, so now he realizes, like, yeah, they're, and Ellen's like, Clark, we're stuck under a truck. And yeah. he's like, you don't think I, you know, don't know that? Yeah. And they start fighting, and, you know, the kids are in the back, you know, come on, guys, don't fight. And yeah. He's like, ah, Christ's sakes, I didn't do this on purpose. <laughs> and somehow he's able to keep up, he has to keep up with the semi. <laughs> yes. At the Otherwise same time. Dead. Yeah. Well, they're all dead. So you see him, and he's obviously white-knuckling it. And uh, Ellen's like, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. <laughs> and forgive my husband. He knows not what he does. Yeah, I like that part. Yeah, That's and funny. Clark is like, amen. Amen. And he zooms out. From he zooms out, but sees a snowplow. And mm-hmm. so he alters his driving and he goes sailing off of, you know, a, uh, a of hill. Of course, again. Yeah. Like in the first vacation covered, movie. Right. A snow-covered hill. And once yep. again, cra- you know, the car crashes, which... That right there, it's like, okay, this whole tree thing is now officially off. Oh, the car is done. Yeah, the car would be finished. Yeah, it's, for sure. it is no longer drivable. Yeah, and just like in the first one, the kids that were in the back seat are now like in the front seat. Yeah. And, you know, because apparently nobody bothers to wear, I guess, seatbelts. Right, and in the real world, if you don't wear a seatbelt and you get a collision mm-hmm. like that, You'd... you are launched out the front yeah, window. Yeah, exactly. It does not end well. So, but... <laughs> Anyway, in Griswold world, apparently it does. Yes, it's just a cartoon <laughs> world where yeah. insanity happens, but you right. just kind of brush yourself off like Bugs Bunny and get back yep. to it again. And so now we see the Griswolds, and they're walking through the forest. And Rusty at one point is like, hey, Dad, didn't they make Christmas tree a lot so people didn't have to drive exactly. all the way out to nowhere and waste a whole Saturday? Which they even crash-landed in a Christmas tree lot parking lot. Yeah, 
Well, not the parking lot, but he crash landed in the lot. Right, right. So, like, the trees were there ripe for the picking, but yeah. of course, Clark has got other ideas. Yeah. And Clark is, like, you know, talking about how, oh, you know, they invented them, Russ, you know, because people forgot how to have a fun old-fashioned Christmas. Yes. And as they're walking further and further, the daughter starts complaining. At one point, she's talking about how, you know, I can't feel my feet. And then another point, I can't feel my legs. Yeah, basically hypothermia is setting in on her. And but nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, at one point, Ellen's like, you know, Clark, you know, Audrey's frozen from the waist down. Yeah. And he's like, well, that's all part of the experience. <laughs> and this is where, you know, he's like, there it is. And, it, you know, it's like angelic, oh, you know, singing <laughs> yeah, and stuff like that. down on it from On above. this tall ass tree. And it's really not even all that attractive of it's a tree. It's not. It's just tall. I mean, as far as Christmas trees goes, what you want out of a Christmas tree where it's real pointed at the top yeah. and it tapers out at the bottom. Right. It does not do that. It's extremely full, like, all the way around and there's mm-hmm. not much of a taper to it. Right. But he wants it because it's just majestic. And yeah, to him, huge. yeah. And uh, Ellen's like, isn't it a little big? And he's like, it's not big. It's just full. And yeah. then Rusty's like, Dad, that won't even fit in our backyard. <laughs> it's and not going in our backyard, Russ. It's going in our living room. <laughs> and then they show Audrey and her teeth are chattering and, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. Her eyes are like, she's got icicles and stuff mm-hmm. on her frost on her eyelashes and you know, lashes, and I mean. Clark, you know, embraces the family. You know, isn't it, you know, isn't it beautiful and all that kind of stuff. And, um... He was asking Audrey, and and, uh, Ellen is like, you know, she'll see it later, honey. She's like, her eyes are frozen, is what she says. So... Which I don't know exactly, like... I don't think that would happen that Yeah, but that sounds painful, though. Well, it does, for sure. Um, And I think this is the point where Russ asks the important question. He's like, Dad, did you bring a saw? And Clark's face immediately drops. Yeah. Yeah, even if, number one, it didn't look like he even brought a shovel. And number two, even if he had brought a shovel, he'd still be screwed because the ground would be frozen. Yeah, yeah, you can't dig, like we we were at your your parents' house, and we were watching this movie with your mom and Mm -hmm. dad and sister and all that, and your dad was like, yeah, you're not digging that tree up. No. Like, he he said apparently it would take days, basically, yeah. to do something like that. And not only that, even if it would take days to, like, actually dig it up and then trying to get it back to your car, exactly. that big of a tree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's it's not happening. But anyway. But the next thing we see, he has dug it up. Roots d- and everything are yeah. still attached to the tree. And it's now attached to the car with the big, huge root ball, you yeah. know, at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, like he's going to go transplant it somewhere mm-hmm. else or something. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, the next scene, we uh, get to meet the neighbors real quick. Yes. Um, I kind of they're like the neighbors because they yeah. provide, like, especially Julia Louise Dreyfus's yeah. character provides, like, some some comic relief. Yeah. I guess you, the whole movie's a comedy, but she's kind of like, like, you need the straight man. Right. In, like, almost every, in like every comic routine, basically. Yep. And she's kind of almost like the straight man in this movie, basically. Yeah, exactly. At least I sort of feel like that. Right. And so it it shows uh, her and her uh, the uh, her character uh, character's husband Todd, you know, the husband or whatever. <laughs> they show up and 
Um, you know, they see the the tree or whatever again with the big thing of roots. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, you know, I guess he uh, he over overestimated the height of his living room ceiling. And uh, this is where he comes out and he's got like the Jason mask. Yeah. And, you know, with the chainsaw. And uh, Todd is like, you know, hey, Griswold, where are you going to put a tree that big? And Clark says, bend over, I'll show you. And he's like, you got a lot of nerve talking to me like that. Yeah. Talking to me like that. And he's like, I wasn't talking to you. And he, you know, kind of stares at Margot. Yeah, which is kind of a jerk thing. Well, yeah. Because he's, he's, would that be an insult? Well, I mean, definitely like a threat, basically, like a veiled threat or... Mm, I wouldn't say it's a threat. Well, I mean, mean yeah, you he... literally can't, like, shove a tree. Right. <laughs> but, like, he doesn't have... Clark's kind of a jerk. Yeah, he, he doesn't is. have a reason to be attacking yeah. her character, Margot. Yeah, that's Like true. that. It's not like she just yeah. came out of the gate just cussing at him and... Right. Calling him stupid. I mean, she did call him all those things, but behind his back. So <laughs> yeah. He's none the wiser. Yeah. Ignorance is bliss, you know? Right. And then <laughs> they show Clark and he's, you know, takes uh, takes the chainsaw and you see it going down on the tree or whatever. Yeah. And then we see the tree and now it's in the house. And, yeah. you know, it's still, I mean, it's a hot ass mess. Oh, for sure. And, you know, Ellen is like, is there going to be enough room for the angel? Because, I mean, this tree is like, it's. I mean, he trimmed it, but yeah. It's... Not nearly enough. No. It bends over. Yeah. The roof, the ceiling forces the tree mm-hmm. to fold over yeah. on itself. Yeah. it's It doesn't fit. Not yeah. even Not even close. And at this point, you know, it's still, you know, wrapped up in rope and everything. And Yes. And he was talking about how, you know, well, he's like, I still have a little trimming left to do. A but little. Yeah. Understatement of the year, pal. And then this is whenever he, you know, I, you know, give you the Griswold Christmas tree. And then he takes it and cuts the rope. And whenever he does, it releases all the branches out Mm-hmm. And some of them through the window. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that scene. He's like, you know, a lot of sap in here. And he's yeah. like, looks great. Yeah. Freaking... Little full, a lot of sap. <laughs> and it's funny because you look also at the tree and there's needles everywhere. Oh, yeah. It, on the it floor. just it launches needles all over yeah. the place. Which they got that window fixed pretty quick. Because right? the next day, we're not there yet. But yeah. <laughs> the window that was busted out by the tree branches is right. magically fixed. Um, and so now we're with Ellen and uh, Clark in their bedroom. Yeah. And uh, he's trying to read a magazine, and that's not going well because his hands are covered in sap. Yeah. And, uh, you know, finally he kind of gives up on the on the whole reading the magazine, and Ellen tells him, you know, he's like, you know, well, I talked to my mom today, and she said that they're coming for Christmas too. Yeah, and that's right. Ellen, you can tell you can tell Clark is wanting like this big family thing. Ellen kind of knows better, kind of like, okay, this is gonna, you know, exactly because be she knows what it's gonna be like. Yeah, and she and he's got like he's always. Sometimes I feel bad for him, but sometimes yeah. I don't because it's like you feel bad for him because it's like he just tries so hard to have like the perfect family this the perfect family that right but then it's also like i don't feel bad for him because he tries too hard and he expects too much (laughs) exactly and she (laughs) she says that here in a second but 
um, she she points out to him, she's like, you know, I think you're forgetting how difficult it's going to be to have everybody here at the same time. Yeah. And she's talking about how, like, all all their families do is argue. Mm-hmm. And she mentions, like, you know, it's always your mom, you know, accusing my mom of waxing her upper lip and my mom accusing your mom of buying cheap hot dogs and yep. stuff. And Ellen is, at this point, you know, trying to convince Clark to, like, let's not do this. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And this is where he talks about, you know, well, he's like, I've always wanted, you know, a big family Christmas. And then Ellen points out, she's like, yeah, but you set standards, you know, for <laughs> yes. things that no family can live up to. Exactly. And he's like, well, when have I ever done that? And she's like, parties, graduation, um, holidays, vacations. And this is when he reaches over to shut off the light. Yeah. And, you know, because of the sap, he ends up bring you know, kind of breaking the lamp with him. Yep. And um, let's see. We... Uh, we close in on this advent calendar, um, and I can't remember what day it's on. I want to say maybe the twelfth or something like that. I think so because I, or, or close to that because yeah, when the families eventually do start to arrive, the first arrivals are there like I think two weeks before yeah. Christmas, which is way too freaking early. Okay, it's, it really is. I mean, I love my family, but two weeks before <laughs> Christmas. That's too damn, like, long. Right. Like, if you're going to have out-of-town visitors, like, typically, you know, for, like, the holidays, you yeah. think maybe, like, a three, three uh, day, five-day max or yeah, something like, like maybe that. three days before Christmas Eve. Yeah. Or something like that. Anyway, so um, we see Clark, and he's at work, mm-hmm. and he's discussing with uh, one of the guys, you know, that he works with, um, you know, about yeah. their Christmas bonuses and stuff. And his his friend at work is, you know, asking him, you know, so what are you going to do with that Christmas bonus this year? And this is where Clark reveals and he, for whatever reason, he's got this pamphlet at work. I don't understand. Yeah, it just kind of carries this stuff around. Yeah, he like pulls out this pamphlet and, you know, shows them. And the guy's like, oh, my God, you're putting in a pool. Yes. Sure enough, that's what, you know, the pamphlet is about. Mm-hmm. And this is where we see his boss and a bunch of the boss's henchmen, you know, coming down. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is one of my many, like, favorite scenes, yeah. I guess you could say. And Clark is explaining, though, to the, the guy at work. He's like, you know, I... Um, I had to put a, you know, put a down payment and stuff on it and yeah, that kind of thing. And Otherwise they wouldn't be breaking. Well, you got to put a down payment period. Yeah. But his, his explanation was I had to put the down payment on early. Yeah. So that way they would come as soon as the ground thaws and start right. digging. Right. And then, you know, this is where we meet his boss, Frank Shirley. And, uh, he, you know, stops and first thing he does is get, you know, gets Clark's name wrong. No, of course. Um, always. I think he calls him Mark. Or yeah. something like that. Yeah, he does. Like at one point, he even calls him Greaseball or something. Yeah, I think, that's too. like later. <laughs> but anyway, he's he's talking to Clark about you know, hey, are you the one that came up with this new cereal? You know, whatever. And he's you know he he, uh, I'm sorry, Shirley. Uh, he he tells him you know that he wants Clark to write a summary about it. You know, right. And he's it got to like him. a trade show convention yeah. or something like that to go to. Yeah. And Frank is Frank Shirley is like layman's terms. None of that you know that uh, bullshit. Yeah, that jargon. technical BS. Yeah, or something. technical bullshit that people don't <laughs> understand. 
And uh, Clark, you know, is like, you know, thanks him, you know, oh, you know, we got your Christmas card and my wife and I were flattered that you remembered us. Yeah. And he looks at the guy next to him and the guy's like, yeah, he's like corporate cards. And you can (laughs) tell Frank Shirley had no idea what he was even talking about. And then you see, you know, Frank Shirley, uh, you know, walks away and Clark starts off nicely. He every single guy, you know. Merry Christmas, yeah. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. And then he's like, kiss my ass, kiss his ass, kiss your ass. And then he tells the last guy, Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah, I like that. Because they're like a bunch of like yes men, basically. Oh, for sure. They're just there to kiss the big boss's butt. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, yeah, he, he tells the first couple guys Merry Christmas. Nobody responds. So he's right. like, well, I might as well just be telling them to like kiss, my kiss ass. each other's ass or whatever. Yeah. And they still would do the same thing yeah sorry about our dogs yep but i also like um i just now remembered i liked his coffee mug oh yeah it was taz that he was yeah it was a tasmanian devil coffee mug i don't know i just like that yeah it was cool and so after that scene we're now at the mall and clark is for some reason i guess he's at like a lingerie uh, counter. Yeah, I thought it was a perfume counter at first, but I guess no. it's like they're actually selling women's l- yeah. underwear. Yeah, and of course the girl that's behind the counter is this pretty younger woman. Yeah, who, as my dad pointed out, he's like, "Huh, she's my age now." I'm like, <laughs> oh god, okay. <laughs> but um, anyway, so you know, he's just kind, of, he's looking and stuff, and she approaches and she's like, "Can I take something out for you?" God, and he yes. stops and looks at her, and his eyes get all big. And yes, this scene is like rich with double entendres oh, yeah. and stuff like that, double meanings. Yep. And he, you know, he gets all nervous and giddy around her. Yep. And, uh, you know, he actually picks up like one of the pairs of panties. And, yeah, and he's like dabbing his forehead yeah. and stuff. He's like, oh, it's hot in here. You, you know? know, and she's all like, well, you have your coat on. And, and he's like, oh, yeah, do I really? Yeah, you know, I didn't remember that. It must be cold outside. It was, and, she's like, well, it is a bit nippy. Or he says it's a bit nipply out. Oh, yeah. I mean nippy out. And, you know. Yeah, this scene. This is one of the things that really gets on my nerves yeah, about him. Because every every movie, yes, I think except for maybe the second one, because the second one's the year. I think one. yeah, I think the second one might be the only one that doesn't mm. have like a supermodel. I don't know if she, this actress is a supermodel. I don't think she was, but doesn't but... have like a young woman that is his like secondary love interest. Mm-hmm. But yes, it's just it's annoying to me because it's like all right. So he he basically he forgets that he's married, I suppose. Yeah. And he's sitting there just flirting with this. Ch- if actually he straight up lies to yeah. her. Yeah. He's, he's like, you know, oh, I'm shopping for my wife. And God. She's, and then she, then he says, I'm shopping for my wife. Gone. Rest her soul. Yeah. And then she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And then he's like, oh, he's like, no, she's not dead. We're just divorced. Yeah. She's history. <laughs> and he talks about how you know he she doesn't like uh she doesn't like underwear and so you know he's he's there you know to buy her some to piss her off basically (laughs) which is like what the hell yeah idiot and so you know yeah so he lies to her about that and then we see um let's see we see russ 
And he's, you know, walking towards the uh, the counter where his dad is. Yeah, and again, he's he's witnessing his own father mm-hmm. cheating on his mother, basically. Yeah, kinda. Well, I mean, he's not like full on having sex with her. Well, at this point, but... though, he po- he comes up to the counter, and the woman, which this would never in a million years happen. Oh heck no! She pulls her skirt up, and she's talking about how the underwear. See, it doesn't leave a line. You know, yeah. talking about underwear lines. Like a high, like there's no, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and he like turns, you said, she pulls it up so far, like, yeah. you can almost see quite Every, a bit. Yeah. And then uh, this is where Clark turns to Russ. He's like, can't see the line, can you, Russ? And Russ is like, nope. Nope. And then that's whenever <laughs> Clark realizes, like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, we're, uh, at this point, we're back at the Griswold house. And, uh, you know, everybody's, you know, kind of in their rooms, hanging out. And uh, the doorbell rings. And this yeah. is where, you know, they head downstairs to open the door and they open it. Yeah. And it's both sets of parents and they're already arguing with each oh, other. Oh, everybody's, everybody's arguing on the yeah. porch. And I like how this scene, how it starts out. Yeah. It starts, you know, like you said, they're all doing their own thing. They're mm-hmm. just kind of hanging out at the house. The doorbell rings, ding dong, you know, but it like progresses to like a very ominous yeah, sounding it ding does. dong. Dong, that's true. <laughs> And so Clark opens up the door, and yeah, you see the parents are already yelling at each other. Yeah. Folks, 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 Merry Christmas. And they all stop and smile and look at him. And, you know, at that point, you know, the chaos starts. Yeah. And so all the grandparents, you know, start coming in. And um, let's see, we find out from Ellen's mother that she has hemorrhoids. (laughs) Uh, Yep. Clark's mom you know, is asking, you know, she's like, see, I've got this mole on my neck. You know, is it changing color? Yeah, she's all like touching it, yeah. rubbing on it. And, and he stuff. tells her, he's like, well, yeah, when you touch it, it gets redder. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's just this, you know, and then at one point, Clark's mom tells the kids, you know, that she'll give them a whole quarter to rub her bunions or whatever. <laughs> yeah. All right. No offense, Grandma, but your bunions are just going to be unrubbed. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that there's enough money, really. Yeah, right. <laughs> it makes me sound probably terrible, but no. no, thank you. And then this, then then at that point, Clark is like, "So this is, you know, what Christmas is all about." And he's like, "You know, I'm gonna go out to the lawn, and you know, I'll, you know, this is whenever we get the whole him doing uh, all the lights and stuff." Right. Yeah, that's right. Because the next scene we see is uh, he's opening up the garage door and he and Russ are standing on the other side. Yeah. And he's got a couple boxes in his hands. He and just he tells, like drops them on the ground. Well, and, he's like, and he tells Rusty, he's like, we're going to have the best looking house in town, Russ. And he's like, I've always wanted to do this. Yeah. And Russ is like, it's a lot of lights, dad. And he's like, yeah, well, it's a lot of work too, but you know, you want something to be proud of, don't you, Russ? And he's like, I guess, you know, and he's like, sure you do. You know, and then he, and then Russ even says, he's like, aren't you overdoing it though, dad? And he's like, Russ, when was the last time I overdid anything? And And he looks like he's about to answer. Yeah. And this is where he's like, you know, okay. He's like, help me unravel these. You know, we have to check every bulb. And then he picks up and he's like, oh, little knot here, which this thing is Is like a huge... huge that is more than one string of lights. Oh, yeah. That is like maybe 
five string of lights right. at least. And he literally just hands it to Russ and he's like, oh, little <laughs> not here. You, you know, here, you there can you take go. care of that. It's like if you plug that string in, yeah. it would become its own disco ball. Exactly. You could just, just hang it from the ceiling. Right. And there you go. Yep. <laughs> You're good uh, to go. Yeah. <laughs> and so... Now we've got a couple of scenes where it's him trying to put these lights on the house. Yeah, first he takes that. La- no, I hate this part because I it, know he he takes he gets his letter out and he he extends it, mm-hmm. and we see the yuppie neighbors kind of coming yeah. out and Margot know, they're making even the joke of like, oh, I hope he breaks his neck. Or yeah, whatever. Margot says, I hope he falls and breaks his neck, and Todd says, I'm sure he'll fall, but I doubt we'll be lucky that he'll break his neck. Yeah, and they're like, ah, come on, let's go. Yeah. And so he gets the ladder extended, and he extends it to the height that needs to be. Right. Leans it against the house. He climbs a good part of the way up. Yep. And I know it's a trick ladder. I know it was designed (laughs) to do this without hurting anybody. But in the real world, fingers and toes Mm -hmm. are going to be missing. And you are going to be hurt badly. Yes. It just collapses collapses on itself, and he slides all the way back down the ground with it. Yep. And uh, so then now after that failed attempt... He then extends it back, and successfully so this time, finally. But he's stapling lights up to the roof. Yep. And he, like, I think he's, like, on, he, I think he was stapling them to the eaves, and then, yeah, at one point. That's right, the eave, I'm sorry. Yeah, and then at one point, he accidentally stapled his um, uh, sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't know much about, like, you know, exterior illumination or whatever. Right. (laughs) But... I could be wrong, but they probably make a staple if you're going to do this sort of thing that right. is made for this. Because it looks like he's just using regular staples. I know. And to me, all I can think of is, all right, it just takes one of those staples to break the insulation of that wiring, and you just created a short. And it's like, all right, you're just kind of... It bugs me. Yeah. Because it's like you're asking for a problem or an electrical fire or something. Exactly. But anywho, yeah, he does, he staples his sleeve to mm-hmm. the eve. Sleeve to the eve. Yeah, I know, right? I just, I'm rhyming all over the place. Yeah. And <laughs> and so at that point he realizes like, oh crap, I'm stuck. Well, he ends up yanking as hard as he can. Yes, don't do that. When on you're a on ladder. a, no, yeah. It's bad stuff. I can handle heights. Once I'm up on something, like the roof or whatever, I'm I'm okay. It's the progress. It's the act of getting to that height that bugs me. Right. I don't like ladders for the most part. Yeah. I'm comfortable on them because once I'm on it, I am just take my time. But it's just getting... It's, it's the transition of getting off the ladder and onto the roof that yeah. scares me. Anywho. But... So, yeah. Yeah. He, so he pulls back, and whenever he does, obviously him on the ladder also goes back. Yep. And what happens is is he bumps up against a tree, and so he pushes himself from the tree forward. <laughs> and, of course, whenever he goes forward, it propels him onto, like, the opposite side of the ladder. Yep. Um. So, yeah, and so at this point, he's, you know, trying to figure out what to do next. Yes. And then real quick, we go back into the house, Mm -hmm. and this is where Audrey is like, you know, would it be indecent to ask the grandparents to stay at a hotel? (laughs) 
Which I can kind of see where she's coming from because she's apparently time. well, yeah, and all this time she's got to stay with her younger brother. Yeah, her younger brother in the same bed as her younger brother. Which is like okay, they're did they not have blow up mattresses in the eighties? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, she's she's obviously she's definitely a teenager. Well, yeah, and Rusty is getting there. I mean, I think so he's a younger teen. She was probably supposed to be like sixteen. He was probably thirteen. So she's, you know, well into yeah. know, puberty or whatever. Right. He is just getting there. And that's just So the it. creepy she... factor of this is just a little... Well, and that's what she tells Ellen. She's like, I have nightmares about what he does in his room alone when I'm not lying right next to him. Yeah. And I love it because Ellen at one point is like, well, she's like, I'm sleeping with your father. You know, don't be so dramatic. It's <laughs> yeah, like, not the same thing. Not the same thing. You and, you and him are not... Blood relatives. Right. And this whole time, (laughs) Ellen was looking for some cigarettes, and she finally finds some. You know, she strikes a match. And you hear her mom, you know, from upstairs, Ellen, are you smoking again? Yeah, and she Ellen, out, no. No, and then she takes a head of lettuce, and <laughs> she must have had some strong skills, because, oh, yeah. I mean, she cuts that thing. Right with down one, the center. Yeah. One chop. Yep. And so we go back out to Clark and uh, Rusty, you know, we see Rusty and he's like, hey, dad, where do you want these reindeer? And, you know, Clark is like, oh, you know, put them on the lawn, Rusty. Yeah, so he just drops them where he stands, which isn't the lawn, by the way. Yeah. It's like basically the driveway still. <laughs> right. And he's like, you know, I can't find the Santa Claus. And he's like, well, it's in the basement. We'll get it later. So, yeah. So he's up there and now he's on top of the roof stapling all these strands of lights. Yeah. Um, let's see. At one point, which I'm trying to think, yeah. At one point, you know, you see him on the roof and he gets tangled in, you know, this these strands of light. Yes. And he goes flying down, you know, flying um, chest first or whatever at yes. that point uh, down the roof. You know, and he's, you know, yelling. Right. And he gets a hold of, he ends up hanging on to... Well, he actually, he grabs the gutter, actually, is what it is. I always he get those onto. things confused. Well, no, no, yeah. you're fine. He, he grabs onto the gutter, and all of a sudden, he uh, he ends up, you know, because the gutter can't hold the weight or whatever. Right. At that point, the gutter becomes attached from the house, and then this is where you see a thing of ice goes yeah. shooting out, <laughs> and it goes shooting out into the yuppie neighbor's uh, bedroom window and exactly. it hits this you know stereo system and then clark ends up actually falling from the gutter to the ground and ellen yeah. you know comes out and she you know tells clark that dinner is ready and he's like in a bush or whatever yeah she, she doesn't know he's in the bush i guess she's I just think yelling she, out to him i think she knows but she's just kind of like whatever and then we go back to the the yuppie's house and uh you know, Todd is, you know, trying, he's trying to figure out what the hell happened to their stereo. Yeah. And he says, you know, well, obviously, you know, something came through the window and something hit the stereo. Right. And Margo, come, you know, is walking. Well, why is the carpet all wet, Todd? Todd and he's like, I don't know, Margo. <laughs> that is like probably $3,000, maybe more probably. worth of equipment. That's a CD player for one. Mm-hmm. And it looked like a pretty high tech. Hi-fi system, I think. Is yeah. <laughs> probably, I mean, My hi-fi, no. Yeah, I mean, that movie, late 80s, so that would have been expensive. CD players, for one, were super expensive. That's true. And a CD player hi-fi system like that mm-hmm. was probably... 
right. a lot of money. Yep. Well, these people are supposed to be like, you know, they're probably like lawyers or, or right. you know, some Business, sort of like yeah. real big white collar like mm-hmm. careers. Right. So they've got like a lot of money. And so we go, we uh, go back to the Griswolds and um, his, they're standing outside on the uh, lawn Yeah. and his uh, father-in-law is like, do you want to hurry this up, Clark? I'm freezing my baguettes off. Oh, that's right. This is where he drags them Mm -hmm. all out. And this is where (laughs) we get the whole, you know, Clark tells them, you know, 250 strands of lights, 1,000, or I'm sorry, 100 bulbs per strand for a grand total of 25,000 Italian (laughs) ported twinkle lights. Oh my, that many lights twinkling at you? Oh God, that would be horrible. (laughs) That would be seizure inducing for sure. It would, it would very much so. Yeah. You'd probably disrupt a lot of people's Mm -hmm. lives. And so, you know, they're, you know, at this point he tells them that he wants a drum roll. And so, which is, that's like annoying. Yes. Um, Yeah. They're all doing their own version of a drum roll and none of them has got it. He starts singing joy to the world and he brings, you know, he goes to plug it in and, you know, you hear cymbals and nothing happens. Yep. And you've got his mother-in-law who's got a drink in her hand and she starts to laugh. And (laughs) of course, Clark is trying to figure out what the hell happened. And, you know, he... You know, she tells the kids, she's like, you know, I hope you realize what a waste of time, you know, this was. And Audrey is like, well, you worked really hard on it, Grandma. Right. And which, you know, which is true. Yeah. He did work a long time. Yeah, he did. And, <clears throat> you know, at that point, that set of parents goes in, you know, and his parents, you know, approach him. And, of course, his mom is like... You know, I can picture picture it in my mind, and it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, she's trying to make him feel yeah. better. And, and the and the dad, his dad, yeah, Clark's dad comes up, and he's like, "Oh, you know, it's probably just you know a how bad these lights." Yeah, yeah, he's like, "It's probably just a bad bulb, son." You know, one goes out, the whole strand, you know, goes out. Yeah, and he's like, "If I were you, I would personally check each and every bulb." Yeah, and Clark is like, "Yeah, I did that, Dad." And he, yeah, and he looks at Russ, is like, "You did that, didn't you, Russ?" And yeah. he's like. Russ, you can tell he yeah. didn't really do it. He's just lying. He's like, yeah. oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I, I, we checked him. Yeah. <laughs> and so his dad is like, well, he's like, if you need help, you know, give me a holler. I'll be inside asleep. Yeah. I tell him. <laughs> Thanks, pal. And Audrey's trying to be nice. She's like, you know, sorry, dad. She's like, you know, it looks good even though it's not lit. Yeah. You know, I mean, because it's like, yeah, what the hell else can you say? Well, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, there's really nothing you can say to really yeah. make that situation much better. Right. And then, you know, uh, Rusty's like, you know, well, Dad, he's like, it was a good try. And that's whenever Russ says, like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm sure we checked all of them. And then his dad is like, well, maybe we need to go up and, you know, Rusty's like, oh, geez, you know, look at the time. It's, you know, I got to get to bed, you <laughs> yeah, know. And I think one of the things he says, like, man, gotta I got to do homework and feed the hog. Wash, you know, wash the car. <laughs> Still got, you know, yeah, some homework to do. Yeah, he's really, he's really laundry. making up a lot of uh, yeah, fake he, ones Yeah, as he's walking away. Yeah. <laughs> and Ellen, of course, knows Clark and she just gives oh, him yeah, a kiss. Oh, yeah, he's going to do it. She, you know, she's like, well, she's like, don't stay up too late, you know, yeah. and um, we go back into the house. Sure enough, everybody is sleeping and you've got, you know, one, you've got Clark's parents are in the daughter's room and I love it because the dad has a flashlight and he's got a sassy magazine open <laughs> yes. or whatever as he's sleeping. Yeah. 
And then they show uh, Audrey and Rusty, like, yeah, sharing a bed. And you see Rusty, like, roll over, and she's yeah, like, you know. Yeah, puts his arm around Yeah, her and, and she's like, get off me, you know, you Yeah, fungus. she pushes it off. And you, you can tell he's doing it. He's not asleep. And no. Or whatever. He's doing it intentionally because he immediately goes back to put his arm around her yeah. again. And then we see uh, Ellen's parents are, you know, sleeping in Rusty's bedroom. And you see the grandma's on the bottom bunk and the grandpa's on the top bunk. And he's looking up and there's like this poster of this <laughs> chick in a, in a bathing suit. Yeah, and I keep forgetting. I always keep trying to tell myself I'm going to look up and yeah. see who that, who that lady is. I still think it would have been awesome if it had been Christy Brinkley. Oh, it would have been. They, they really they kind of missed an opportunity yeah. there. But Unless any, maybe they tried and there was some sort of like rights maybe. sort of thing since she was a supermodel. But, and like, no, yeah. you don't have permission to do it this time. Right. But, and then of course they show Ellen and, you know, she's the only one in bed. And then they show Clark outside, sure enough, you know, messing with the lights, trying to get him to work. Yep. Checking um, every single bulb. Yeah. Um, and then for the next scene, um, Clark is, you know, now in the house and, he goes to pull down the attic ladder. Yes. And the ladder hits him right in the face. <laughs> yeah. And that would concuss. Yeah, that should, yeah. should give you a concussion. Exactly. So he, he goes, you know, he goes up there. And I guess this is where he tends to hide all of his presents. Yeah, because he's got some new presents in his hand. Right. He's going to hide it yeah, in like gifts. this little, like hiding space or whatever I don't that he's even got know what it is yeah and but he reaches his hand in there and he pulls out a mother's day gift yeah for 1983 yeah 1983 if it were me i would just take that mother's day gift and unwrap it rewrap it in some christmas paper and be like boom another yeah, christmas gift that's a freebie so like, anyway she doesn't have to know it was a mother's day gift from right three well and then his mother-in-law comes around and she's like oh she's like it's so cold in here and she notices that the ladder is down for the attic and so she pushed you know puts the ladder back up and so now he's stuck in the attic yeah which that's kind of a bad move on her part the ladder is down for a reason yeah somebody is up there (laughs) right don't just take it upon yourself to close the ladder until you find out from somebody inside the house right hey who's up in the attic oh it's clark right don't shut it oh okay yeah exactly and so that's just it. So he was trying to, you know, get out and he can't now. He's stuck up in the attic. Which he probably should have been able to get out of there. Yeah, probably. I mean, normally, the way those things work, you probably should have been able to, like, push or jump or something mm-hmm. and it would have opened up. Right. Well, but for the sake of comedy, he's trapped up there. Yeah, so he's trapped up there and, you know, he, you know, you see all the, the grandparents and Ellen and, you know, the kids. And he she was talking about how, you know, asking, like, where Clark is. And it, she was telling the parents, like, you know, well, you know, I'm sure he'd want to come with us and, you know, grab some lunch with us. Right. And her dad is like, well, he's got a car. He can drive. I have to eat so I can take my back pill. And they just, like, leave him. Clark, meanwhile, um, you know, sticks his head out of the attic uh, window and he sees you know the car is leaving and he starts yelling you know for his family and obviously they can't hear him and they don't see him right so it's like okay now he's yeah definitely stuck up there until they get back yeah so um he's up there he's walking around 
Um, he ends up stepping on some of the boards, and the boards pop up and hit him right in the forehead. <laughs> yeah. Which... Your classic comedy gag. Yeah. It's like, yeah, if he wasn't concussed before, he for sure is now. <laughs> for sure. Well, so yeah. he ends up... Um, so after stepping on a couple of the boards, I guess at that point, he was like, screw these boards. And so he was stepping on the attic where there's no protection. He steps between the the rafters or whatever and he's actually like you said he's walking yeah. on the plaster drywall yeah whatever that is that's making up the ceiling which of course anybody knows is yeah. a big no-no right and so that's just it so he you know he stops at one point and then his legs of course go through the plaster right and now he his legs are now um, on top of Rusty's bunk bed. Exactly. And at that point, I just would have been like, screw it. And I just would have done a bigger hole because it's already jacked up yeah, anyway. You've already, yeah, like you said, you've come this far. Sorry about our dogs. There's apparently some kids playing football catch in the street. They're yeah. barking at them. I tried to like get the kids to go away by telling them the Cowboys are holding open auditions. But yeah, that didn't They work. didn't believe me. <laughs> so... Yeah, no, like you, like you, you've come that far. Yeah, you've created this big hole, and again, you know, going back to watching the movie yeah. with your with your uh, parents Family and your and sister stuff. and her boyfriend and stuff. Like your dad said, he pointed out like that's like several thousands of dollars in damage Already. right there. You yep. might as well just make the hole bigger and yep. get out. Yep. But instead, he just stands there, you know, and starts feeling the heat coming up from the house. Yeah. And uh, this is where he notices a box or he he starts going through this box of things, you know, to start um, making himself warm. You yeah. know? So he puts on like a turban and all this other stuff. And then he notices a box that has all of these uh, um, film strips and stuff. Yep. And, you know, he pulls out one that says like Xmas 1959 or something like that. Or, yeah. And so you see him and he, at this point now he's watching the video or whatever, the the film. Yeah, it's like a little, um, eight, I think it's like an 8 eight millimeter, millimeter or whatever. Yeah. It's one of the smaller ones, not the 35 yeah. millimeter. So nice. he's, wa- he's watching it and, you know, he's getting, you know, emotional and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, as he's watching it, you know, the family comes back home. Right. And, and his mother-in-law, no, it's his, his wife. wife that does it, right? Yeah. Well, because he's a dumbass, he's set, yeah. he's sitting at the opening of the attic door. Exactly, he's he he literally he's asking for it. Yeah. Basically. So that's just it. So his wife, you know, goes to pull on the chain, and you see him uh, fall through the door. Yeah. Because he's sitting at the opening of the door. Which I just now thought of this. Okay, so the first in the first scene before he goes up in the attic, he yeah. opens the door, and the ladder comes out too aggressively and hits mm-hmm. him in the head. Yeah. So his poor wife goes to open up the attic door, and he, along with this probably 30, 40, 50-pound projector, projector, comes flying out of the attic towards her. That is true. So not only does he know to go to the hospital, she's probably going to be in intensive care or something. Exactly. Um, Yeah. Um, So that happens, and then we flash to Margo and Todd, and they're wearing these stupid sweat outfits. And they're basically talking about how, you know, that they want to have sex. Yeah. And, you know, she's like, well, you know, after you shower, of course. Right. Because they just got done. Like you said, they're wearing those weird sweat track suits. Yeah. That are designed, obviously, to make you sweat. Yeah. 
Uh, anyway, and so we go back to Clark, and again, he's still trying to work on these lights. Yes. And Ellen comes out, and she's like, you know, are you doing, you know, are you doing this to avoid the family? And he's like, no. You know, he's like, I still got a couple hundred bulbs to check. And, you know, he's like, in the meantime, I figure I can light up the Santa and his, you know, reindeer. You know, that should be good. <laughs> And yeah. she's like, well, she's like, do you want me to do the drum roll thing again? And he's like, no, he's like, here goes nothing. And, you know, he plugs it in and that doesn't work either. No. And he's like, you know, I don't understand. He's like, you know, the house lights work, you know, don't work. The floodlights and stuff don't work. And yeah. she's like, you know, floodlights. well, yeah, she's like, well, you know, well, is it plugged in? And he's like, you really think I'd check all these lights and they wouldn't be plugged in? Yes. And she gives a look kind of like, well, and she's like. You know, he he's telling her, he's like, I'm going to go to the back. You know, maybe the kids were messing with it. Mm -hmm. And so you see him leave. And real quick, you go to Margo and Todd and they're, you know, clinking wine glasses and they go, you know, they lean over to start kissing. Yeah. And this is where (laughs) we see (laughs) we see Clark's mom going into the garage or whatever. um, And she flips the switch. And when she does, it lights up all of, yeah, all the lights. <laughs> and Ellen is, you know, screaming for Clark. And, you know, you see uh, Todd and Margo are, like, yelling at each other because they can't see. Right. And It was dark, like, yeah. two seconds ago. And now yeah. it's the surface of the sun, basically, right. outside the And house. Clark is in the back. He's like, you know, I think I know what's wrong. And then all of a sudden you see the power starting to dim, not only at their house, and you see, like, the, like, little meter thing is, like, <laughs> yeah. spinning like crazy. And the whole neighborhood, like, kind of dims out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And then you see somebody throws, like, some auxiliary switch or something like that. Yeah. And it brings the power auxiliary back Auxiliary nuclear power. Nuclear power, I think, is what it nuclear, was. Nuclear, yeah. Nu- like Homer. It's nu- pronounced nuclear. Nuclear, yeah. Nuclear. <laughs> and so, <clears throat> so Ellen, you know, after Clark or whatever um, comes back, you know, you see Ellen kind of leave. And I think she's kind of starting to figure out maybe what is, you know, what what made it uh, work. Exactly. And so he comes back and uh, you see her and she goes into the garage and she flips the switch. And at this part, you know, Clark is thinking, oh, you know, I fixed it. Yeah. And um, you see, you know, Todd and Margo are like yelling at each other and there's wine everywhere. <laughs> Todd's about like, I can't remember why, but he's getting up to, oh, he's getting up to go get a towel to clean up yeah. the wine. But then, of course, the lights come back on because. Yeah. And he goes falling he down fa- the stairs. Yeah. And so, you know, um, after that, though, uh Ellen, you know, turns the switch off again. Right, because she she doesn't know yet that it's the switch. Yeah. She just turned the switch on to turn lights on in the garage to look at the outlet and the plugs and all that good jazz. So whenever the lights had gone on, though, Clark starts yelling at everybody in the house, you know, hey, everybody, come out. Yeah, get out of here, get out of here. Get out of here, that kind of stuff. Well, Ellen ended up shutting off the lights. Yep. And this is where Clark just loses his shit. Because as soon as everybody comes out, obviously the lights go out again. And he's like, you know, wait a minute. He's like, what just happened? And like, this is where he's like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. And, and he has like one of his trademark uh, mm-hmm. lose it sessions. Yep. He goes over to the Santa and the eight reindeer and 
he, you know, starts punching Santa. Yeah. The fake Santa. <laughs> he's like, and like he's, kicking the reindeer and stuff. Yep. And then this is where Ellen, who went back into the house, thinks about it. And you see at this part, point, Clark has, you know, both of the plugs. And he's like, er, 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 er. <laughs> yeah, He's like and grunting flips, and stuff going to she plug She flips back the in. switch on as yeah. he's putting them together. And whenever he puts them together, that's whenever like sparks, sparks and, and stuff, stuff like fly. that. And sure enough, now the lights are on and everything. And now everybody can see it. And, uh, you know, everybody mm-hmm. comes out and tells them, you know, oh, Dad, those are beautiful and, you know, stuff. And this is where he kind of does his rounds with everybody in the family a little yeah. bit. Yeah, he's know. just kind of so happy. So he's like hugging everyone. He's like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm so happy of this. Well, and he starts off with his in-laws first. Yeah, and, you know, he tells he tells his mother-in-law and, you know... You know, I hope this will. I hope this will uh, help with the hol- your holiday spirit. Yes. And she's like, "Oh, you know, it's just lovely." And then the, he's like, "Art, Dad." He's like, "Thanks for being here." And this is where Art is like, "The little lights are not twinkling." Yeah. I know, Art. Thanks for noticing. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Appreciate your. Uh, yeah. Your ever present optimism and yeah. gratitude. Right. <laughs> you know, of course, his his dad is like, "It's a beaut, Clark. It's a beaut." Yep. And, uh, you know, he's like, gives his dad a hug. He's like, you taught me everything I know about external illumination. <laughs> you know, and then, of course, he gives his kids a hug and stuff. Mm. And uh, anyway, so he goes through all that. And then uh, there's Eddie, cousin Eddie. Gosh, Uncle Eddie. I yeah. I stand Uncle Eddie. He's like, how sure does look swell, Clark. Yep. And this is where, like, Clark realizes he's like, Eddie? He's like, Eddie, what are you doing here? Yeah. And, you know, uh, we see Catherine, and she's like, oh, the house looks so nice, you know, Clark. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so uh, Cousin Eddie and his wife are now there. Right. Um, Yeah, Clark is in constant disbelief because with every sentence Uncle Eddie says, Clark's only response is, Eddie? Eddie, yeah. And uh, Eddie kind of call, calls his kids out. Yeah. And he's like, oh, Clark, you know, I knew you'd be surprised. You know, I brought the whole family, too. Yeah. And he calls his kids out. And I, I forget what are the kids, their kids' There's names Ruby are. There's Ruby Sue. Okay. And um, his, his, his mother-in-law goes, oh, my gosh, her eyes aren't crossed anymore. Yes. And this is where... This is where Eddie goes, ain't something, ain't it? She falls, <laughs> falls down a well, her eyes go crossed. She gets kicked by a mule, they go back to normal. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> go figure. Yeah. Oh, and I, I just remembered something. I like Clark's response whenever, uh, you know, Eddie's like, you know, oh, I knew you'd be surprised, you know, us yeah. showing up here. And uh, Clark is, and Uncle Eddie if I woke up tomorrow morning with my head sewn to the carpet, I couldn't be more surprised. That's true. <laughs> yep. I just like that line. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, um, oh, um. But this is basically where he he's talking about how, you know, oh, you know, well, we don't want to impose. And this is where uh, his in-laws are like, oh, you know, there's plenty of room, you know, don't worry about it. Oh, yeah, his father-in-law, I think, is the first one to say, like, yeah. oh, there's plenty of room, just come on in. Yeah. And, of course, Clark is just standing there in disbelief. Yeah, and Ellen kind of takes over and is like, you know, yeah, there's plenty of room, you know. Um, but Eddie is like, well, he's like, you know, if you don't mind the kids shacking up with you, you know, 
Me and Catherine could use some private time alone. Yeah. (laughs) This RV, by the way, for anybody who hasn't seen this movie, if you haven't, shame on you. (laughs) This RV is, it's like that Jersey Licious show you watch. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. And it's, okay, so it's like a patchwork RV. Yeah. It's this old bluish, grayish, and there's multiple panels that are... Two different colors, like there have been body work done to it in the past. It's just, it's horrible. Right. And so, yeah, he takes them up on the offer and he's like, oh, well, you know, you get the rubber sheets for the kids and, and, and get their hamster and and then me, yeah. and, me and you can have some, have some romantic Alone time. time. Alone yeah. time, that's what he said. After that, we cut to inside the house and we see one of those... I forget what they're called. It's kind of a... It's like a windmill type thing. Yeah, I think you, you kind of see it all the time. We saw a few of them at this German market that kind of comes yeah. over here um, once a year. I don't know if it came this year or not. It did. Oh, okay. But but anywho, yeah, yeah, it has little candles down at the base. Yeah. And the heat rising from the candles turns the little right. The little fan. Well, he goes over and he pulls on the, yeah, like, the thing and it falls. grabs... Eddie just irritates the <laughs> fool out of me. He destroys it. Yeah. And so Clark is like, you know, he's like, so can I get you anything? Eggnog? Something to eat? Drive you out in the middle of nowhere? nowhere leave, leave you for, you for dead. dead. And Eddie's like, oh, no thanks, Clark. He's and, like, I'm uh, just glad to be here. Yeah. And, and he's so, looking at the tree and stuff. And then you hear like the dog licking yeah. the water out of the tree, the tree base. Right. And this is where, he, you know, he's like, oh, don't worry. A little tree water, you know, ain't going to hurt him. Mm-hmm. You know, he, uh, and this is where, you know, Clark is telling me, he's like, yeah, he's like, but the tree is going to dry out is what he tells him. So, but they're just, at this point, they're discussing, you know, Clark is asking, you know, about the RV and he's like, oh, you know, so when did you get the tenement on the wheels? <laughs> and he's like, that there, that's an RV. Yeah, I know what an RV yeah. is, but. He's like, you know, I had this arrangement with my neighbor. He's like, you know, he took the house, I took the RV, which sounds like a really shitty arrangement. Yeah, that's 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 like that's a very thin lie. Mm-hmm. Like I know what happened. Somebody your house he, got repoed. Yeah, which he tell he says that like later. Exactly. So, um, and so they're kind of yeah. They're well, also talking about some of his family. Some of his his oldest kids. son is apparently working at, at a carnival. At a carnival. Yeah. And so Clark's response is like, oh, yeah, you must be so proud. Yeah. And Eddie's like, oh, of course. Yeah, he's going to be, uh, what did he, he said he's going to be operating the Tilt-A-Wheel or something like that yeah. next, next summer. I don't know. Yeah. And talking about how, you know, oh, yeah, you know, and the daughter, you know, we had to get her off the wild turkey. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So. And then also, this is also the scene where um, Eddie drops the bomb because Clark is asking how long he's going to be staying. Right. And Eddie's like, oh, yeah, we'll be staying for a while. We won't be leaving until uh, next month. Yeah, exactly. And so that's whenever Clark chokes on some eggnog yeah. at that point. Yeah, and the scene fades, and then we cut to the next scene. It's the next day yeah. at work. And Clark is uh, trying to deliver a gift, gift to wrap. his boss. Yeah, a gift to his boss. Which is funny because, okay, so 
you know, his boss is there and, you know, like at the opposite end of this long ass table. Yeah, he uses the conference table for his yeah. personal desk. It's like, Apparently. dude, this is it's a conference over room. the top, man. And so anyway, so, you know, Clark is like, oh, you know, Mr. Shirley, you know, I have a gift for you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, OK, he's like, well, put it on the table with the other ones, grease ball. And it's so funny because if you look at the table, like all the gifts are... <laughs> they're the exact they're, same they, shape. Yeah, exactly. And varying sizes, but right. they're probably uh, the exact same thing. And, you know, Clark is, you know, trying to make like a little small talk with them. And, yeah. you know, he's like, you know, I I hope uh, I hope what I wrote, you know, helped with your presentation at the trade show. Yeah. And he's like, well, he's like, I'm sure it did, you know, Clark or whatever. And then he's like, excuse me, I, I'm trying to make a call. And he picks up the phone and he is like, you know, give me somebody, anybody. <laughs> yeah. And give me somebody while I'm waiting. Yeah. And now we flash to one of my favorite scenes. Um, they're on a uh, sledding hill. Yes. And Clark has, you know, this toboggan and he's spraying this stuff on it. And he's explaining that it's the stuff that his, his company has created that's supposed to make um, surfaces like 500 times faster or slicker or something like that. Yeah, it's supposed to aid in... It's like a nonstick cooking spray yeah. is what it's supposed to be. Right. But he's, he's using it to, like, wax his toboggan. Yeah. Or, um... Yeah. It's a toboggan. Yeah. And so, you know, he yeah, he's spraying it down and he was talking about it. And uh, this is where um, Eddie is like, well, he's like, don't put anything on my uh, sled, Clark. He's like, you know that metal plate in my head? And <laughs> Clark is like, huh, you know, how could I forget? And he's like... Yeah, he's like, I had to have it replaced because every time, every time uh, Catherine used the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for the next week. <laughs> and so, you know, they replaced it with some sort of, you know, government plastic is what yeah. he says. And he's, you know, he's like, you know, over here and he smacks his head, you know, nothing. And, you know, he goes to the opposite side. He's like, but this here, if this gets dented, he's like, my, you know, the part for my hair will never be the same. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, Clark is like, do you really think that it matters, Eddie? Yeah. And, of course, that goes right over Eddie's head. Oh, yeah. He doesn't get it. Yeah. So, anyway, so Clark sits down on the toboggan and, you know, they're like, well, you be careful, Clark. And he's like, going for a new amateur record, Clark W. Griswold Jr. And he's like. Now, remember, kids, don't try this at home. I am a professional. Yeah. And you see him kind of rocking back and forth, you know. Later, dudes. Hang 10, you know, (laughs) doing stupid dad shit. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you see him take off, and all you see is this flame, and you hear him say, oh, shit. (laughs) Sailing down this hill, which... If this had happened, the problem with toboggans is you cannot control a toboggan. Oh, no. It's completely different than a sled. Yeah, you're just along for the ride. Yeah. And so that's just it. So it's just showing him, you know, sailing down this hill, somehow avoiding a shit ton of trees. Oh, gosh. Yes, he should have smacked right into one of those trees. And so, yeah. And, you know, it's just this whole thing, you know, you see him at one point go through like these three like snow hills, like literally. (laughs) And then finally he comes out of these woods and now he's like on the interstate and all you see are sparks coming from this uh, toboggan and he's like along like a bus. And then, you know, you see him in a Walmart parking lot. And he (laughs) ends up crashing into like one of those donation um, boxes. 
Yep. And then you see everybody, you know, is standing up still on that hill. Yeah, and they're and all you, cringing and yeah, stuff. Yeah, they're cringing. And uh, Uncle Eddie is just, or Eddie is just like, bingo. Which, how in the world could they have seen that exactly. happen? They, because they made yeah. it seem like he traveled like miles. I know, right? <laughs> Seriously. So, yep, we move on to the next day and Clark is, you know, back at work. Yep. And he's got, it almost looks like a scale or something. Yeah, it's like a little pool. scale model. And I guess it's the pool that he's going to be I getting. I guess. Uh, and he's just sitting there playing with the little springboard. Yeah. And his friend comes in and, you know, from earlier and, uh, you know, they're just talking and stuff and he's, you know, his friends wishing him, you know, a Merry Christmas. Yeah. And Clark asks, he's like, Hey, he's like, um, you know, have you gotten your bonus yet? And his, the guy is like, well, he's like, I just talked to my son and, you know, somebody, uh, from the company, you know, came over. He's like, I'm assuming that's what it is. Mm -hmm. And Clark is like, well, he's like, if I don't get that bonus soon, I'm going to be in it up to here. Yeah. You know, pointing kind of at the pool or whatever. Exactly. And his friend is like, you know, don't, don't sweat it. You know, I'm sure it'll be fine. Mm. And they, you know, (laughs) yeah, maybe (laughs) they wish each other a Merry Christmas and stuff. Yep. And, uh. Let's see. We go back to the house. Yeah. And it's nighttime and uh, Clark is looking out the window. And this is where we get one of his fantasies. Yes. And so he's looking out the window and he's seeing, you know, all the family members are, you know, outside at the pool. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, everyone's just having a good time. Everyone's having a drinking and playing and stuff. Well, and then Eddie shows up in the fantasy, and he's God. on this springboard, and Ugh. he's wearing a speedo, and he's wearing a white shirt tucked into the speedo. Yes, and he's and, like drinking a beer mm-hmm. on the diving board or something. Yeah, and you can tell like Clark is thinking to himself like, "Okay, I need to change this." Yeah, part. I gotta, I gotta change it, change this fantasy. Right, so he changes it basically from Eddie. Uh, cousin Eddie to the uh, lingerie lady, you know, that was at the mall. Yep. And so she's standing there. She's in a red, you know, one piece. And, you know, they show her show her flirting with Clark. And, uh, you know, he's kind of like pointing to himself like me. Yeah. Like, oh, who, who me? me? Yeah. yeah. And then you see her <laughs> and, you know, she... She turns to the side and she starts taking off the uh, bailing suit and you see like side boob. Yeah. <laughs> they showed they showed a lot more than I remembered them yeah. showing. I I thought all they showed her was like from the back with her suit off. Yeah, no. And then they showed her coming up out of the pool. Right. But I guess that's probably because I usually only watched the um, You probably uh, only watched like the edited version. Yeah, the T V <laughs> version that would air on like T N T or USA or AMC or wherever, something. you know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, you know, he, of course, is excited. And then actually you see the red bailing suit come flying off and it hits the window. And when that happens, (laughs) yeah, but when you, whenever that happens, you see, you know, the little girl, Ruby Sue, Mm -hmm. um, come down the stairs. And so he's in this whole fantasy thing and he sees the woman coming up out of the water. And before you could see anything, Ruby Sue says, Santa Claus and he stops and, you know, brings him back or whatever. Yeah, he startles and he, like, turns around and is yeah. like, what? Yeah. Who? And he's, <laughs> she's like, Uncle Clark, are you Santa Claus? And he's like, huh? Yeah, and he's you all, know. like, hyperventilating and sweaty mm-hmm. and eyes are real big and stuff. Right. <laughs> and, you know, this is where he has this conversation with her because basically Ruby Sue reveals, you know, 
that, uh, you know, that um, she's worried that they're not going to get any presents this right. year. Right, because, like, yeah, she, like she said, like, she's a, she can, bleh, she thought he was Santa. Right. And he's like, oh, you know, I wish I was Santa. He's yeah. like, I can barely afford to be an elf. Well, yeah. Well, he says that later anyway. Yeah. But, but, yeah, and she's like, you know, oh, has Santa ever been over here before? And he's like, oh, yeah, lots of times. Yeah. And has she, he ever it, been over? Has, and I think he even asked her, "Have you ever had Santa visit you?" Well, no. He he's you know she says Rocky you know, you know we're nervous because you know Christmas is almost here, and he's like, Are "You nervous or excited?" And she's like, "Shit and bricks." And he's like, <laughs> "That's well, he, right." He's like, "You shouldn't say that." And she's like, "Sorry." She's like, "Shit and rocks." <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Okay, yeah. that's better." Yeah, <laughs> it's like, "All right, never mind. I'm not gonna." fight you on this yeah one. <laughs> but she basically is she is talking about how you know the yeah that they're nervous that they're not going to get anything mm-hmm. and um he's like you know I, I bet you know that you're happy that you're here for christmas huh and he's she's like i love it here you know you're you don't have to put on a coat to go to the bathroom and your house always stays parked in the same place <laughs> Yep. And he talks about how well he's like I'm pretty sure Santa will come. He's like I've seen him. And she's like it's true, you know, and he's like cross my heart, you know. That kind of stuff. Yeah. And so once he has that conversation with her, basically reassuring her that, you know, Santa Claus is going to Right. Gonna come. Santa's going to come and yeah. he's going to bring you some gifts. Right. Cuz apparently they're going to be there for Christmas. Well, yeah, they're not leaving until the following month, remember? Yeah. So, well, yeah, I, yeah, I definitely. But, um, you know, this is whenever he, he asks her, he's like, hey, he's like, have you, you know, have you seen anybody come around the house? And she's like, no, she's like, why? And he's like, oh, just thought I'd ask. And so <clears throat> that's whenever, you know, she takes off and stuff. And we go to the next morning and, you know, everybody's down there for breakfast and there's fighting oh and the kids are running around. Yes. And Clark is obviously, you know, getting over that crap. Yeah, he's he's coming down the stairs, and he's got, you know, he's just kind of dressed to mm-hmm. be casual for the day. Me, if I was in his shoes, and I'm coming down the stairs or whatever, and there's already people yeah. that morning fighting. Right. I'm just going to turn right back around. It's like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing anything today. Right. This isn't worth it. Or go outside and just go off and do my own thing. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, he's looking out the window and, you know, Ellen approaches him and asks, like, so what are you doing? And mm-hmm. and he talks about how, you know, oh, you know, and there's that asshole, you know, in a bathrobe. God, um, that's right. R- yeah, um, yeah. Dumping dumping his uh, his sewer, you know, into... Or chemical waste or something chemical like that. Chemical waste into it. the sewer. And sure enough, they show Eddie and... You know, he's got this hose down there and he's like, shitter's full. Merry and, Christmas. <laughs> no, he hasn't said that yet. Oh, never mind. And then Clark turns to Ellie and he's like, have you checked our shitters yet, honey? And she's like, Clark, she's like, he doesn't know any better. And he's like, well, he's like. He, he should. He ought to know. It's illegal. It's a he, storm. It's a storm sewer. If it fills with gas, I pity the fool who lights a match within yeah. 10 feet of it. He is a grown man. Right. He is an adult. He should know better. Yeah. This, I don't buy this. She's making excuses for him. Oh, well, he doesn't know any better. He should. Yeah. Well, anyway, so he's, you know, doing that. And then you see Todd next door come out for a run. And <laughs> yeah. And this is where he, you know, 
of course he smells what's going what's going on yeah he's all like stretching and, out and stuff and he kind of like yeah. sniffs the air and looks over there and he sees uncle eddie yeah and uh cousin eddie is like you know merry christmas shitter was full and <laughs> yeah. so todd immediately goes back oh inside. god yeah he just get looks like petrified yeah this look on his face and he just can't get back in the house fast enough yeah <laughs> and so this is where ellen and clark have this discussion and like ellen says she's like i have this suspicion that they don't have any presents for their kids yeah and she says that you know rocky came to her you know saying that he was worried that santa claus wasn't coming this year and clark says you know yeah you know ruby sue said something similar to me last night mm-hmm. and he's like how can they have nothing for their kids and Ellen's like, well, he's been out of work for seven years. And Clark Gosh. is like, he hasn't he hasn't found a job in seven years. Yeah. And this is where Ellen is like, well, Catherine said he's been holding out for management position, which yeah. is like, yeah, no, that's not yeah. going to happen with him. You can search for a man- management position all you want, but there comes a time where if you've been jobless long enough, mm-hmm. you take you whatever take you can get. Yep. <laughs> and so anyway, so now we see... Uh, Cousin Eddie and uh, Clark are at a Walmart. And mm-hmm. if you watch the scene, you guys got to watch and notice how much, di- how many different like kinds of dog food. Oh, yeah. That Eddie puts in the in the cart. Yes. Um, he is purchasing massive quantities yeah, for, of, of dog food. Roy and whatever else yeah. they have there. And so they're having this conversation, though. And uh, Eddie, you know, finally reveals he's like, you know, yeah, he's like the RV. He's like, that's mine. You know, we live in it. <laughs> and he mentions, you know, you know, we had to sell off the farm, the land, and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Um, and this is where Clark tells him, he's like, you know, Ellen and I want to give your kids a nice Christmas. Yeah. And at first, um, Eddie's like, oh, you know, we can't do that. And he's, you know, Clark is like, no, you know, I insist. And he's like, oh, no, you know, I don't want any charity and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And this is where Eddie hands him a list. He's like, here's a list, you know, alphabetically starting with Catherine. Yeah, he's prepared with a list. It's like, dude, I'll help out with your kids. Exactly. You know, they're kids. But, yeah, I'm not, um, I would be like, yeah, I'm not buying shit for your wife. That's not my, you know, job. It's it's things, but you two are adults. Exactly. And you guys can handle not having gifts for Christmas. (laughs) Right. So, anyway, that's whenever Clark says, you know, like, yeah, he'll help out with the kids. Exactly. Um, And during that whole thing, like you said, you know, him laying the dog mm -hmm. food down in the cart. Clark is shopping for things for himself. And yeah. at one point he picks a pack of light bulbs. Yeah. Sets puts it, it down. on top of one of the bags of dog food. And he drops and the Eddie, dog food on top yeah, of it. This big, like, I don't know, maybe 30, 40 Roy. pound bag of old Roy. Yeah. Nasty <laughs> old Roy dog food. Nice. It's like, no. He clearly. Right. His priorities are bass backwards. Yep. <laughs> so <clears throat> it's now Christmas Eve, finally. And, um,. We're introduced real quick to Aunt Bethany and Uncle Lewis. Mm-hmm. And Aunt Bethany, you know, Clark is holding Aunt Bethany up. And first thing Aunt Bethany says is, is your house on fire, Clark? <laughs> and Clark is like, no, Aunt Bethany, those are Christmas lights. Yeah, I like Aunt Bethany. Don't throw me down, Clark. I'll try not to, Aunt Bethany. <laughs> is this the airport, Clark? You know, and so they, <laughs> they come in or whatever into the house and... Um, Lewis is like, you know, hey, he's like, you know, I thought of the perfect gift for you. And 
Clark is like, oh, you know, Uncle Lewis, you didn't have to do that. And he's yeah. like, damn it, Bethany, he guessed he it. He guessed it. <laughs> you know? And then this is where uh, Lewis hands him his hat, and whenever he does, his toupee is yes. stuck in the hat. Yeah, I like that. And so... You know, Clark takes it out of the hat. He's trying to position it so, you know, Lewis doesn't notice. Yeah, and he keeps, like, moving away from Mm -hmm. him and stuff. He's trying to put his toupee back on him and stuff. Meanwhile, you know, (laughs) Bethany is talking to Ellen, you know, about how, you know, um, like, so when did you move to Florida? And then she's like, is Rusty still in the Navy? Which, you know, obviously Rusty is. Yeah, Rusty's not even old enough to enlist. (laughs) And so, you know, that's whenever, you know, Ellen is telling, you know, Rusty, he's like, why don't, you know, why don't you go in the living room and say hello to everyone? And, um, you know, you hear Aunt Bethany going in there, you know, hello, everybody, you know, that kind of stuff. And uh, this is where uh, Rusty hands, you know, he's like, mom, he's like, this box is meowing. Mm -hmm. And so Clark takes it and he kind of shakes it and you hear, you know, meow you know in the box and she he's like she wrapped up her damn cat (laughs) and ellen's like take it in the living room and open the box and he's like yeah but then we'll have a cat running around the house and she's like well we can't leave it in the box right and rusty's trying to understand he's like why would she wrap up her cat and um ellen's trying to explain you know She's old. Um, she doesn't have, you know, a lot of things. So she takes things that she already owns, wraps them up, gives them, gives them away as gifts. Right. And, you know, Russ is like, you know, great. Can't wait to see what I got. <laughs> and uh, this is when Eddie comes in and, um, you know, he's like, this one's leaking. And, you know, it's... Uh, you see like some green like liquid. And yeah. she sticks her finger and he licks her finger. Yes. And he's Just like... taste. He's like... He's like, lime. Yeah. And she's like, Loser. that must be the jello mold. Yeah. You know, I'll take that. And um, from that scene, we go to the dinner scene. Yeah. Now we cut to uh, cut to dinner. Mm-hmm. And the whole the whole table is just the whole spread is yeah. laid out on the table. Everyone's sitting down. And they're getting ready to eat. And Clark asks Aunt Bethany if she wants to say grace. And she, you know, is like, grace? She's like... Grace, she passed away 30 years ago. And Lewis is like, they want you to say grace. And she gets this look on her face and he's like, the blessing. (laughs) So everybody, you know, bows their heads and stuff. And instead, she ends up citing the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah. And, and Which I, I like. Yeah. I like Aunt Bethany. She's well, funny. and at one point, uh, Cousin Eddie stands up, you know, puts his hand up, over his heart. His hand over his heart and everything. Yeah. And so, you know, after that, um, Clark is talking about, um, you know, if if this t- turkey is half as good as it looks, you know, I think we're all in for a very good treat. Mm-hmm. And uh, Eddie's like, you know, save the neck for me, Clark. Yes. And he's like, okay, Eddie. Sure you know. thing, Eddie. Yeah. I'll, I'll do just that. So he goes to cut into the turkey, and all of a sudden the turkey just splits open, and it's completely dry, and you see like a little puff of smoke. Oh, yeah. 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 That turkey looked deceivingly good. It did. On the outside, it was yeah. like golden brown, looked like it was super juicy. Right. But yeah, like you said, when it opened up, and you know, Clark is kind of digging around inside the turkey with his little fork and mm-hmm. knife. And he's like, oh, there's a heart. Yeah, which none of that shit is supposed to be in there. Yeah, no, you're supposed to, obviously, yeah, you take all that stuff out. And at that point, I would be like, you know what? Instead of the turkey, let's just eat sides. For sure. I mean, because, yeah, turkey is really, really great. Yeah. But there are always plenty of sides. Yep. So, like, in a pinch, 
<clears throat> Excuse me. You can, like I said, you could just but chow down on sides. In the dinner, though, like they show everybody's trying to eat the turkey. Yeah, like in somebody, some I forget who, they're like dipping it in their glass of yeah, water and then they try to eat, know, eat it. That kind of stuff. So I like what Catherine, um, I'm not, I'm sorry, not Catherine. Um, Ellen. Ellen, I like what yeah. she does. She just takes it and just chunks it. Yeah, she pre- pretends to eat it and she just flips the fork to the <laughs> other side so it goes off the yeah, fork. Yeah, I like that. Um, and so we flash to the cat real quick. Mm-hmm. The cat has uh, gotten a hold of a strand of like the lights. Yes. And um, it has unplugged it. And you know you can see it chewing on the lights and stuff. And then we go back into the dining room and, uh, you know, Clark is you know telling the kids he's like hey kids you know i heard santa you know was spotted at you know such and such and uh you know all the other adults obviously have you know caught on and they're, right, making and they're a just big playing deal. along and stuff yeah. and uncle eddie is an idiot though yeah cousin eddie he's like you serious clark Jeez. and clark of course gives him a look he has like no it's for the kids yeah. he doesn't say it but yeah. the look on his face is like shut up it's for the kids right and then you hear the dog under the table uh, choking on a bone mm-hmm. and then he's like oh he's got it up he's all right yeah you know? and uh, and clark is like well you know if if you didn't feed him from the table right maybe he wouldn't have that problem right and eddie's like no he probably just found you know found something in the trash yeah and so sure enough you know they show the trash is everywhere yep and so ellen and clark are in there trying to cl- uh, clean it up and which is ridiculous yeah that's baloney yeah if Uncle Eddie's dog got into the garbage and cousin, caused that mess. Cousin Eddie. Cousin Eddie. Cousin Eddie should be Uncle Eddie. Yeah. I'm like I've been saying that this entire episode. You have. Cousin Eddie should be the one on his hands and knees. Hi, doggos. Sorry about our doggos. He should be the one cleaning that mess up. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, they're in there cleaning it up. And, you know, Uncle Lewis is like, hey, Grizz, you're not doing anything constructive. Run, you know, run into the living room and grab my stogie. And Clark is like, is there anything else I can do for you, Uncle Lewis? Yes. And Ellen is telling him, you know, to, you know, basically, you know, it could be his last Christmas. Right. Be nice to him. It yeah. could be his last. And he's and like, well, he keeps he, it up. It will be his last Christmas. <laughs> and so sure enough, Clark goes in there. And uh, he notices now all the lights and stuff on the tree are out. Mm -hmm. And so he, you know, starts plugging them in. And he ends up plugging in the one that the cat was, uh, that the cat, you know, was gnawing on. (laughs) And of course, whenever he plugs it in, it electrocutes the cat. Yep. And all of a sudden. Big old bright flash and mm -hmm. puff of smoke. Puff of smoke and the lights, you know, go out. And so uh, Rusty flips the switch and the lights come back on. Yeah. And uh, all you see is the imprint of a cat. And, uh, you know, yeah. uh, Lewis is like, what is it? And <laughs> Ellen is like, nothing. Let's go back in the other room and, you know, finish dessert. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> uh, Cousin Eddie is like, if that cat had nine lives, she just wasted them all. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and so at that point, they're carrying the uh, the chair or whatever out to uh, the front of the house. Yeah, and the Cousin Eddie's like, hey, you know, if you don't want this no more, you know, I'll take it. Right. Like, I guess, I mean, it's burnt and smells like dead cat, but right. sure, whatever. Yeah. So, anyway, we go back into the house and, uh, you know, Clark has, you know, joined them again, um, you know, for the food and stuff like that. And you see Uncle Lewis, you know, is in the living room 
And all of a sudden you see like this whoosh of, you know, flame. And so, you know, Clark goes into the living room. The entire tree is gone. Yes. I mean, it's he's just like, like a, a stick basically now. And he's like, Lewis, he's like my tree. And Lewis is like, well, what's the matter with you? <laughs> and he's like, look what she did to my tree. And as Lewis is turning around, Lewis is actually on fire. Yeah, his back is just yeah in flames. Yep. And so Clark grabs, you know, some curtains and throws it over Lewis and, you know, uh, makes the fire and stuff go out. Yep. And uh, his his father-in-law was like, it was an ugly tree anyway. Jeez. I know. It's like, yeah, his, his father-in-law is kind of a jerk. He is. And at this point, Rusty is like, dad's going to flip out. Yeah, and, dad's going to flip out. Mom. Yeah. Ellen is <laughs> like, no one's going to flip out. We're going to have a wonderful Christmas. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden... You hear this knock at the door, and uh, and Clark opens up the door real quick. And whenever he does that, the knocker comes out with it, <laughs> and he's like, "The hell do you want?" And he's like, "I have a delivery for Clark Gr- W. Grisman, and I was supposed to deliver it yesterday, but it fell between the seats, and I didn't see it. You know, yeah. I'm sorry." And then he's like, "Merry Christmas!" And so, <laughs> and he slams the door. Yeah, the guy. he's like, "Merry Christmas!" And. Uh, <laughs> His father-in-law is like, what is it? A letter confirming your time at the nut house? <laughs> that was actually a pretty good <laughs> It <one>. was. <laughs> and he's like, no. He's like, it's my bonus. And, mm-hmm. you know, everybody, for some reason, gets excited that it's his bonus. Yeah, they're like, oh, my gosh. Yay. Yeah. And uh, he, this is whenever he tells the family, he's like, you know, um, that, you know, he was, he was having a pool put in. And that... Um, you know, like if there was enough money left over, he'd fly them all in to dedicate it. Right, and that he was going to use, yeah. And the look on Ellen's face when he makes that announcement is kind of displeased. Well, it's not only just that. He's like, you know, but before this thing arrived, I had to make a down payment on oh, it. Oh, that's right. That's what, she didn't know about the down payment. Yeah. And so, you know, finally he opens it and... You just see all the the looks on his face. And finally, you know, Ellen is like, you know, is it bigger than you expected? Yeah, you it's know? like more money than you thought it was going to be, right? And he won't say anything. And she's like smaller. And then she's like, well, you know, what is it? Yeah. And he's like, well, he's like, it's a one year membership to the jelly of a month of the month club. <laughs> and everybody is just kind of like, ah. Cousin Eddie. Cousin Eddie. He's like, Clark, it's the keep the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. Gosh. And this is like he's like like, fine here, you can have it. Yeah, right. (laughs) And he's like, you know, if this isn't the biggest bag in the head, you know, punch to the uh, gut, you know, he's like, God damn it. And then he kicks at the tree and he takes the paper and he, you know, at that point he, you know, crumbles up the paper and stuff like that. Yeah. But this is whenever he, whenever Clark, you know, is talking about how, you know, I want him, you know, brought from his mansion. I want him brought, you know, right here with a big ribbon on his head. Yeah. And this is where we get the whole tie, the famous tirade. And I want to look him straight in the eye and I want to tell him what a cheap lion, you know, what, like this whole tirade, which of course I don't have memorized. But anyway, at the end though, he's like, hallelujah holy shit where's the tylenol <laughs> and you can see eddie and he's you know you can kind of see him thinking or whatever yeah you he's see like him. getting a good idea and stuff on that yeah one. and so you you know you see him take off you know in the rv and stuff 
That's right. And when Eddie leaves in the RV and he takes off, now we cut to Clark and he's in the front yard. Oh, that's And he's right. standing in like the opening of the garage and he's got like his chainsaw again. He's got his hockey mask again. No, he don't have the hockey mask on. And here comes Ellen and the kids and they, they come out and Ellen's like, Clark, get back inside. And Rusty is like, you know, mom, you know, here, let me handle this. So Rusty walks up and looks at his dad and says, hey, dad, you know what? I've, I've been thinking we should talk. And Clark looks at his son and just kind of shoots him this look of like, kind of almost looked like he was basically saying, hey, get away from me or I'll cut you or something, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you know? And the, the Rusty's like, you know what, dad? Good talk. Mm-hmm. And they walk back inside and, and I love this. Ellen is so frustrated she is so tired of Clark's crap. Yeah. She takes, she has one of those little bitty mugs with eggnog in it. Yeah. She not only dumps the eggnog she out, just throws she the throws mug. the mug yeah. into the bushes. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, we flash to uh, Todd and Margo at their, at, at their house and Margo's like, you know, do you think we should have gotten a tree this year, even though they're, you know, classless and, you know, um, trashy and cliche yeah and he's like well he's like where where are you gonna get a tree on christmas eve and then all of a sudden the tree (laughs) through the window the window yes and you see you know all of a sudden you see the tree being pulled back yes i love that (laughs) yeah it's just just this tree just just busts into their house but then when it retreats out of the house it's little by little just a slow drag one jerk (laughs) at a time yeah (laughs) <laughs> and then we go back to uh, to Ellen and Clark in the bathroom, and he's got like his Santa hat on and stuff. He's and got she, the chainsaw with him too. Yeah. Still, <laughs> and she's like, "Was that really necessary?" And he's like, "Well, he's like, we needed a tree." Yeah, we needed a tree. I fixed the problem. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she's like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "I'm fine, honey." Yeah, and he's so, clearly not okay. No, though. he's not. His eyes are like that wide, <laughs> mm-hmm. unblinking stare again. Yeah. And then he goes, you know, goes to go down the stairs and he, you know, grabs onto the post and he notices that the, you know, post is yeah. kind of wobbly. It's just a little wobbly. No yeah. big deal. Just needs a little wood glue or something. Yeah, no, probably. instead he takes the chainsaw and he, you know, saws <laughs> cuts it. it off. Yep. <laughs> Fix the newel post. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, you, you've snapped, buddy. Yep. Make a call to the white men and the men in white coats, I mean. Right. And now later, it shows, it cuts to Clark, and he's downstairs, and he's playing Santa. Yeah. He's got the Santa hat on, and the coat on, and he's laying gifts back out underneath the tree. Yeah. But what he's laying out are just, they're all wrapped up again, because they got burnt up. Right. Some are wrapped up in newspaper, some are wrapped up in old grocery bags. Yeah. And one of them... Like, the box is kind of half burnt, half destroyed, and he, like, pulls what's inside the box yeah, out of the box. Yeah, it was a bra. And yeah, it was, like, some lingerie yeah. for Ellen. And he takes it and hangs it on the tree, yeah. like an ornament. <laughs> and then, you know, you've got people in the living room, and uh, Aunt Bethany is like, you know, what's that noise? Uh-huh. And, of course, nobody hears it. And she's like, do you hear that? It's a funny, squeaky sound. Yeah. And, uh... Aunt Uncle Lewis is like, you couldn't hear a dump, dr- dump truck drive through a, a nitroglycerin plant. And uh, Clark is like, you know, I hear it too. And then he's like, 
Well, he's like, I don't hear it anymore. And you see him kind of part some of the branches. And then right. all of a sudden a squirrel jumps out. Yeah. And, you know, everybody starts freaking out. Which is crazy. I mean, it's causing so much chaos. It's, I know. <laughs> I, you know, yeah, it's a squirrel. It's a rodent. It's in your house. Yeah. And it's hard to catch. But they're freaking out like it's a skunk or something. Right. So anyway, everybody starts to run. And his his mom, though, ended up like actually on the floor. Yeah. And kind of she kind of stays there. And um, he's like, you know, everybody, he's like, shut up. And then, you know, he, you know, he uh, is like, where's Eddie? He, he uh, usually eats these goddamn things. And yep. Catherine is like, oh, he's like, she's like, not recently, Clark. Uh, he just found out that they're, you know, bad cholesterol. Yeah. And he's like, of course. Right. And then he screams for Russ. And of course, Rusty's like right there. Yeah, He's like right beside his mm-hmm. dad. <laughs> he's like, go get the hammer. And Ellen's like, Clark, what do you need a hammer for? And he's like, I'm going to catch it in my coat and smack it with a hammer. And everybody screams. And at this point, Ellen's mom passes out. Yep. And uh, Clark's dad is like, well, I'm going in there with you. And, uh, you know, he goes to help out um, Clark's mom and stuff. She's like, is it gone? And, you know, they're... Clark is like, you know, it probably went back into the tree. And then you hear his dad scream out, squirrel. And it turns <laughs> out the, the squirrel is actually on yeah. uh, Clark's back. Yes. And, and so everybody loses again and starts running. Mm-hmm. And so does Clark. I guess he doesn't know the squirrel's actually yeah. on his back or something. Well, at one point, though, you know, they, so they run up the stairs and then they come back down the stairs. Now <laughs> the squirrel is off of Clark and he's just running free. Yes. And this is whenever you see the dog, he comes you know, through the door or whatever. And yes. it's chasing the squirrel and it's like, you know, messing up like their china, like all this other stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. And it like cuts real quick to meantime, in the meantime at the neighbor's house. Mm-hmm. And know. Margot is like, you know, I want, you know, go over there and slug that creep in the face. Right. And he's like, well, I can't just attack someone. And he's, she's like, all right, if you're not going to be a man, you know, man enough to deal with this <laughs> shit than I am. And you see her and she approaches the door and she's about to, you know, knock on the door and uh, Clark open when, you know, Clark opens up the door and whenever he does the squirrel, you know, latches onto her chest and the dog actually jumps on top of her yeah and he like just he he knows mm-hmm. she was on the other side of the door because he saw her yeah and he saw what's happening but he still he just shuts the door and he's like fixed it yep done <laughs> and then real quick you see Margot, you know and she's all torn up looking and everything and yeah and todd's like oh my gosh what, what happened, happened to, to you? you and she just slugs him right in the face <laughs> yeah. and he goes like flying over the couch and then we go back to the Griswold's house and, you know, you see people's like suitcases and stuff are downstairs. Yeah. And he's like, you know, where do you think you're going? You know? And yeah. He's, he's like, you know, oh, no, 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 no. We're all in this together. You yeah. Know? This is this is a five alarm Griswold emergency right here. Yeah. He's like, we're going to press on and we're going to have the hap, hap, happiest, you know, Christmas sing- since <laughs> Bing Crosby ta- tap danced with Danny fucking K. And he's like, and when Santa squeezes his fat, you know, uh, fat ass uh, down that chimney tonight, he's going to find the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nut house. <laughs> and uh, Art, Art goes, you're goofy. And he's like, don't piss me off, Art. <laughs> and Ellen is like, you know, Clark, she's like, it's over. Yeah. And, and it, it was over yeah. well before. Before this, yeah. actually, people probably should have started to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe 
as soon as Christmas dinner was yeah, gone. I agree. I don't know. I hate to say that sounds bad, but it's true. Just the whole thing is just yeah. A nightmare. Well, anyway, but, you know, Ellen is like, you know, everybody should go home, you know, before it gets any worse. Exactly. He's he's like, like, what do you mean worse? He's like, how can it get any worse? Take a look around you, Ellen. We're at the threshold of hell. (laughs) Which is kind of true. And real quick after that, we flash to, um, we see Eddie's RV leaving this mansion. Yes. And so um, after that, we go back to the Griswold house and everybody's still there. Um, and this is whenever he and his dad kind of have a heart-to-heart talk. Yes. Real quick. And yeah, his dad comes up to him. He's Clark is kind of fixing himself up something to drink. And his dad is basically, he's telling him, like, look, son, you're better than this. Yeah. You, you shouldn't be going off on your family like that. Right. And Clark asks his dad, he's like, you know what? He's like, He's like, how did you do it all those years? Yeah. You know, every year it just seemed like everything was a mess. Was, was a mess yeah. But you always held it together. He's like, I had a little help from Jack Daniels. <laughs> yeah. And then this is whenever he asks his dad, you know, are you going to do uh, the night before Christmas? And he's mm-hmm. like, no. He's like, it's your house. You know, it's yes. your tradition. He's like, I'm retiring. Yep. And so we go to everybody sitting there and Clark is, you know, reading, you know, the poem and stuff like that. And uh, you see the RV, you know, approach. And yes. The RV is loud as hell. Oh, yeah. And so, you know. Just as Clark gets to the point of, uh, you know, he you know, ran to the, ran to the uh, window and threw, threw up the, threw out the shutters and threw up the sash. Yeah, or whatever. He's like, you know, what did my wondering eyes did appear? And then he looks out the he's window like, and he's like, Eddie. He's- with my boss, Frank Shirley, tied up. <laughs> and then he's like, what the hell? Yeah. And then you see uh, you see uh, Cousin Eddie, he, you know, he opens the door. He's like, ho, 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 Merry Christmas, Clark. <laughs> Stupid he's like, you going to do some kissing, huh? And he nudges, yeah. you know, the boss. And then real quick, we see... Uh, we see uh, the boss's wife is, you know, called the police and, you know, is reporting <laughs> yeah. a kidnapping and stuff. She does a bad job of description. She's like, you know, he he wore a blue leisure suit and, you know, he was a beastly, bulgy man. Beastly, bulging man. Yeah. <laughs> and then this is where, you know, his boss is like, I've never been treated like this in all my life. And uh, Ellen is like, I'm sorry, this is our family's first kidnapping, which isn't, which isn't true. true. They did it's it in their, the first. What, second one? Yep. <laughs> and this is when he tells Clark, he's like, you know, you're fired. He's like, now where's the phone? I'm calling the police. Yeah. And uh, Eddie is like, you know, hey, just hold your wad there, buddy. He's like, <laughs> Clark had no idea. He's like, this is my, this was my plan. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, he's still fired and you're going to jail. Right. And uh, Clark explains, he's like, you know, no, Eddie. He's like, it's my fault. He's like, I lost my temper when I shouldn't have. And, you know. That kind of stuff. Yeah, and he's like, you know, my my brother in law, who's cousin what did he in say? law, my cousin in law, yeah, who's who's brain heart is heart, bigger than his brain, brain, yep. yeah, is innocent, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. And Eddie's Eddie's just kind of looking at the ground, he's like, oh, thanks, Clark, you know, and he's like, 
But at that point, uh, Frank Shirley is like bonuses. He's like, how did you get a bonus? Yeah, he's like, I cut out bonuses. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, thanks for telling us. He's like, you know, I was expecting a check when instead I got a letter saying I was a part of the Jelly of the Month Club. Mm-hmm. And he mentions, you know, 17 years with the company and I've gotten a bonus every year except this one. You know, if you don't want to give out bonuses, that's fine. You know, but when people count on it as a part of their salary, right. what you did just plain and Rusty all of a sudden pipes in and says, sucks. It sucks. <laughs> Thank you, Russ. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, at that point, Frank Shirley kind of starts looking at all the different like family members mm-hmm. and he calls them. He's like, Carl and Clark kind of looks around like who? He's like. <laughs> Whatever your bonus was last year, he's like, add 15%. Yeah. And then at that point, everybody's just like, oh. And oh, my Clark, gosh. Yeah, Clark ends up passing out. Well, I like what Frank Shirley said before that, when he's kind of looking around the room. Yeah. And he sort of realizes what, yeah. what he caused and what he did. And he's like, you know what? He's like, sometimes, you know, you... Whenever you're doing business and you're doing this, sometimes you oh, forget about right. what really matters. It's the, the little, little people. people yeah. Like you. Yeah. It's and like, thanks. Clark kind of looks around and <laughs> he's like, thanks, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so anyway, so Clark ends up passing out after he hears to add the 15%. Yeah. And then SWAT shows up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And this is where so many procedures, so yeah. many procedures are just... Either ignored or just completely yep. thrown out the window with reckless yep. disregard. For... So, yeah, SWAT shows up and everybody's kind of picking Clark up off the floor. And he's like, Merry <laughs> Christmas to all and to all a good night. Yeah, and like cars are like pulling up on the front lawn yep. and knocking over reindeer and stuff. Right. And so you see some of the SWAT guys are coming in through... Uh, the top floor, you got guys jumping through the yeah, glass. Yeah, busting the windows out and stuff. Yep. And, and then uh, at one like point... Knocking. I'll go ahead. Well, no, at one point, you know, Margot is at home laying yeah. on the couch. And, you know, she hears a knock and she's like, go away, Todd. And you hear some more knocking. And she's like, if you want to come in, you are going to have to break down the goddamn door. Yeah. And sure enough, that's, that's what, what SWAT do. did. Yep. And so... You know, anyway, so SWAT finally ends up in the house and they tell everybody, you know, freeze. And so um, when Ellen froze, for some reason, she was grabbing his crotch. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. She wouldn't. Her hand wasn't even anywhere near that when it was time <laughs> yeah. to freeze. But whatever. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah, they tell everybody to freeze and um, they bring Mrs. Shirley, which this would never happen in a million years. Oh, no, no. This is um, yet another procedure that is like, yeah. no. Nah. So, you know, everybody is, you know, frozen in place or whatever. And Mrs. Shirley comes in and she sees her husband. She's like, Frank, she, and, you know, they, you know, embrace. And he's like, oh, I'm fine. You know, it was just a big misunderstanding. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he, um, he's uh, the um, chief or whatever is asking, you know, if he wants to press charges. And he's like, oh, no. He's like, I'm not going to press any charges. And, of course, the wife is confused. She's, she's like, well, why not? They yeah. kidnapped you. And he's like, it was a mistake. Mm-hmm. And she's like, but, honey, you were kidnapped. And he's, you know, he's like, I did something and these, you know, people called me on it. And he introduces Clark and everything. And she's like, what's going on? You know, the wife is like, what's going on? 
And he's like, well, he's like, remember when I was toying around the idea with uh, suspending Christmas bonuses this year? Yeah. And she's like, oh, you didn't. She's like, of all the lousy ways to save a buck. <laughs> and this is when the chief, you know. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, the chief uh, chimes in and he's like, that's pretty low, mister. Yeah. If I had rubber hose, I'd beat you, you know. And he's like, I changed my mind. He's like, I'm reinstating <laughs> all the Christmas bonuses. <laughs> And then the Ruby Sue looks out the window and she's, you know, oh, look, look, you know, and she's, you know, pointing up at the sky and everybody goes running outside and she's like, look, it's Santa Claus. And Clark is talking about how, no, he's like, that's, you know, a Christmas star. He's like, and that's all that really matters, you know, today, tonight or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, He's like, you know, Basically, like, you know, you see kids, you know, this is, like, the reason for... Yeah, this is what Christmas is all yeah. about. You know, it's family and togetherness. Yeah. And, and not Lewis bonus, chimes in. Not bonuses or Christmas trees is, yeah. or turkeys and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's just it. Yeah, Lewis chimes in. He's like, that ain't no Christmas star. You know, it's the, the light to the sword uh, treatment plant. And then that's whenever Clark realizes. He's like, sewer... And then he's like, don't drop that. Because yeah, and he's of, all like, yeah. Yeah. And, of course, uh, you know, at that point, Lewis goes flying, you know, yeah. through the air. Because he dropped his stogie down in, like, the sewer. Yeah. Oh, wait. Was it that or was he lighting it? I think he was lighting it. Okay. That's yeah, right. I think it was the match. That's right. Um, And so he goes flying and he goes flying, but also the Santa Claus and the whole display <laughs> yes. also went Get flying. Get launched in the air with like flame, a trail of flame behind it and everything. And then all of a sudden you hear Aunt Bethany singing, you know, oh, say can't. Yes, she's singing the um, uh, national, national anthem. anthem. And so <laughs> she gets to the end and she's like, play a ball. <laughs> and, I like Van Bethany. She's yeah. funny. And then at that point, everybody, apparently the co- the SWAT team, nobody else has anything else to do. So they're yeah. all in the house, like partying and sure. dancing. And Why not? You know, stuff like that. And then at that point, Ellen, <laughs> you know, uh, tells Clark, you know, Merry Christmas and, you know, gives her, um, you know, gives her a kiss and stuff like that. And. Um, she goes into the house and he looks around and the last thing he says is I did it. Mm-hmm. And then the end uh, pops up or whatever. And it's supposed to be done in like a strand of lights. And one of the lights, you know, goes out and it, yep. it, it goes out. And so that's how it ends. Yep. So the end, the, the end. So, Damn. but, um, I do have some facts. So after failing to get the Christmas lights to work uh, one last time, Clark Griswold takes his frustration out on the plastic decorations in the front yard. Chevy Chase actually broke his pinky finger while punching Santa Claus. Really? Yeah, he resorts to kicking and clubbing the decorations after that. Holy cow. Yeah, the film kept rolling and that and uh, the take was used. Dang. Yeah. That sucks. A minor earthquake occurred when they were filming the scene where Uncle Lewis and Aunt Bethany arrive at the Griswold house. (laughs) Um, Beverly D'Angelo improvised uh, grabbing Chevy Chase's crotch when the SWAT team holds up the house. She later said she did it on only one take on the off chance it uh, could make the film's final cut, which is what happened. (laughs) When Clark and Cousin Eddie are talking in the living room, they are drinking eggnog out of Wally World mugs. Uh, Wally World was the destination of the Griswolds in vacation. Oh, yeah, that's right. So. I forgot about that. 
the only vacation movie to not feature the Lindsay Buckingham song Holiday Road uh, throughout the entire film. Yeah, they have their own song for this. Yeah, it was the one at the the beginning. Yeah, beginning and at the end, I think. Yeah, it did. Uh, The term Griswold House soon became a part of the American and Australian vernacular to describe a house that is uh, overly decorated in a gaudy fashion to observe Christmas. Huh. Australian, too. Mm Mm-hmm. That's kind of interesting. Right? There's a ton of facts. I, I told you guys about this one. So the filmmakers had Ellen Ladson uh, measured and fitted for a wig as they felt that Ladson's short pixie haircut was inappropriate for her character of Ruby Sue. Yeah, yeah, I remember you telling me that too when we were watching the movie. Yep. What movie was she in? Was she it was Poltergeist in, or was it no, the No, it was Fatal? Uh, Fatal Attraction. Oh, okay, that's right. She played uh, Michael Douglas's daughter in that that's movie. That's right. Yep. I got this one, this one here that I just kind of just came across um, that... Uh, and it didn't occur to me, but near the end of the film, where Rusty goes, man, we should have gone to Hawaii. Yeah. In the first movie, that's Ruddy's, Rusty's suggestion that's true. for their family I, vacation. I forgot about that. <laughs> so, movie has four Saturday Night Live alumni. Uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Brian Doyle Murray, Randy Quaid, and Chevy Chase. Oh. I actually didn't realize Ju- Juliet Louis-Dreyfus was from Julia Louis-Dreyfus, yeah. Huh. So that's cool. Anyway, yep. So just a ton of facts. Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot. So do you want to use? Let's see. We could use uh, toboggans. The um, slicked up toboggans. Yeah, yeah. Let's use that. (laughs) I'm gonna give it a five. It's a classic Christmas movie that everybody, I think, needs to watch. Oh, for sure. At least once. Yeah, I. Yeah, I think I'd have to give. I'd have to give it five. Yeah. Actually. Five flaming slipped up toboggans. Uh, just, exactly. Just careening out of control across the interstate. <laughs> right. Sparks of flame. Exactly. All sorts of chaos. And let's see, this movie is, we're doing this now after Christmas. I mean, before Christmas, you can usually find it like AMC is usually yes. playing it. I mean, all of those types of channels are playing it. Um, but you can also pretty much uh watch this on any of the streaming services as well oh yeah Um, absolutely yeah you can get it on uh, youtube amazon prime video voodoo google play itunes really any of those um but you know if you're listening to this around christmas you can find it on like i said amc or any of those channels yeah so it's basically all the usual suspects for streaming services i guess pretty much yeah so um, let's see. We're going to be doing, uh, Bridget Jones's diary for our next movie. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like as our new year's Eve, uh, cause I believe it, it'll be out on new year's Eve. So yes. that's what we're going to do, um, for you guys next. Yep. So, all It'll right. Yep. So thanks for listening guys. Oh yeah. Thanks. All right. Bye. All right. Bye.